0: the our global god podcast wishes to thank the following sponsor for their support of the mission of one plus god ministries contact liberty chiropractic for all your health and wellness needs they specialize in chiropractic adjustments and nutrition response testing utilizing standard process products call 937-465-2500 to set up your appointments
1: One Plus God Ministries makes it possible for any individual, group, or church to go on a global short-term missions trip. You say when, where, and what you wanna do, and they make it happen. Locally, they also do retreats for business people, men, women, families, and couples. This nonprofit has a missions heart and wants missions to be a part of your life every day, everywhere. The host of this series, Our Global God, is Vinan Devitt, also known as Pastor Wayne, director and founder of One Plus God.
0: OnePlus plus God friends, thank you so much for joining us for episode 5 in our series as we walk through Revelation and the letters that God had sent to the church in Asia Minor 2,000 years ago but still apply to us today. My name is Venandavet. Um People know me also as Wayne here in America with One plus God Ministries, and I'm so excited to have for this second season of our podcast to have Anneli Janssen van Reinsburg all the way from South Africa, physically in America. Anneli, welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you
0: that I can be there you've been here for a, for a couple of weeks now. I, I guess almost getting close to a month, um, almost yeah. uh, something like that. One or two of the things that you experienced here in America. That caught your eye, that um, was interesting to you, that got you excited. You've, you've been to America now a, a couple of times with giving some feedback and sharing about your ministry, but something that caught your eye this time, because every time you come, you, you come in different seasons, right, mm. of the year, and you know, and so um, uh, what, what caught your eye this time? Okay.
1: <laughs> so, first of all, I had the privilege also to visit a bit more in Michigan so um, oh
0: yes so you've been to the the big state of michigan uh, and and as ohioans you know of course i'm also a south african for the listeners that might listen today they don't know me that well but uh, we are both actually from south africa i've been here in the states now for 13 years and what i've learned only is that the people from ohio you know especially the football people from ohio and michigan they absolutely love each other they they are so excited they they just you know um <laughs> or or did you not experience that? Uh, no, I did not. You did not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. They. Uh, they because they have been a couple of Ohio yes. Michigan yes. games, right? Yes. And, <laughs> what, uh, what did you experience? I experienced very great frames. You experienced something different?
1: Well, I've experienced that the people from Ohio asked me to pray for OSU or something, yeah. Yeah. and Michigan asked me to pray for for their team. So <laughs> I just said, God, I'm going to let's keep out of this game and and let them do that by themselves. (laughs) So, yeah. um, But it was interesting to see how... um patriotic, they are yes. towards the
0: states. Absolutely. So, yeah. just, just like yeah. we are actually supposed to be as Christians, right? That's like it. We need to be all in for yes. our team, right? Yes. Uh, know, yes. know our team, fight for our team, share about our team, support our team, yes. right? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. What, what else?
1: Okay, the other thing um, that's not so, uh, I guess, exciting, but I've never seen the, the words now hiring as much in my life as I've seen in this time since I've been here, there is not a place where they are not looking for people to work. That yes. was something that caught my eye. And I just always wondered, the, the the employment is such a big thing in South Africa. We've got such a high unemployment rate. And I'm thinking, we've got the laborers, you've got the jobs. How can we put that <laughs> yes, together? Yes, put
0: that together. Mm. Yeah. So, so, so help me out, Annalie. Your your ministry just real quick perhaps a, a ministry focus moment did, did not kind of plan that but i i mm. you know but thank god that the holy spirit is steering us so your ministry ministry through movement busy with this 27 28 years now and l- like we shared in some of the previous episodes of this season and taking care of 325 kids a day uh, in in daycare and aftercare and, and all these things and so we're parents so so we've talked quite a bit about the children but their parents so how many of them would you say are employed in the sense of having a a full-time job right and then how many are just working by trying to find something to do you know, so what does that look like in your community where you serve the people, not in South Africa in general? Yeah. And and just for our listeners' sake, if I could just throw this in here quickly, of course South Africa is a first and a third world country next to each other. You can literally drive from where from the house where I grew up to the community where Honorly serves from the house where i grew up in our community most people will will have a job at least one person in the house will have a job right Yes. and and then like a 20 minute drive from there i would say you would reach your your ministry area and then it's almost as if you enter a third world country right so first and third extreme diversity so in your area not in south Mm -hmm. africa in general in your area and i know you understand me but for the sake of the listeners so we're still in the same down, yeah. But we've kind of left the first world to a third world experience in 20 mm. minutes. And what does it look like, employment looks like for the parents of the children that you serve in your area?
1: I would say, if I can say that 2% of them are employed, um, that might be an overestimate.
0: Overestimate. 2% of the parents. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And only that is why you are here right yes that that's why we need the support because the parents you know very few of them have a full-time job and and so instead of seeing a lot of we want to hire you we want to hire you there's a job opportunity you know getting closer to the area where you work you will see on the street corners a whole bunch of people standing around right yes from when to when during a day do they stand around like that and why do they stand around like that
1: Okay, so they come in from that area to the areas where there's possible employment and they sit on the corners of the st- intersections. Um, and I can say there's probably um, like six people per corner and they are there from, like I would say, 4.30 in the summer. They are there and maybe from 6 in the winter time. In the mornings, right? In the right? mornings. A.M. Yes, A.M. Okay. And that means from where they have had to travel, which will, if they walk, because they don't have transport mm-hmm. money, they probably left there at 3.30 in the mornings Wow! on, on summer, and, um, and then they are there till it gets dark, till they, they know that the chances that they will be hired mm. for the day, wow. and it
0: will only be a day laborer. Right, and so the type of jobs that we are talking about is come and help me move, yes. um, come and dig a trench, yes. or what else?
1: Yeah, um, I, I think uh, like a gardening, maybe mm. just uh, for, for for the day. Right, but I think you you're more or less right. You know, just to remove some rubble from mm. uh, building yeah. material. So you're uh, busy with something
0: yeah. at your home, realize you need a worker, yeah. and you'll just drive to one of those street corners yes. and, and pick up somebody. Or, yes. or, or and, and, and the way that I remember it, Anneli, is your problem is not finding somebody. Your problem is telling the others mm. that you only need one or two people, yeah. right? And it's yeah. heartbreaking. It's yeah. heartbreaking.
1: Yeah, so, so basically it's a bit dangerous to stop there because they... Ran like crazy to your car, um, mm. to your vehicle, and um, just to be there first. Right, and then you'll yeah. be surrounded. Yeah, in an, in yeah. an instant. Instant, right?
0: there will be fifteen people. And everybody's the pushing car. and shoving, yeah. trying to be the one that gets picked. Right. Yeah. 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 So, Anneli, thank you for that perspective. Um, so, just as we are taking a peek into the life of South Africa and then try to think, well, what does that mean for us here in America? And perhaps it means for us, the message for us, you know, that view that you gave on, on South Africa here for a second and how you've experienced things in America. And so the question is, what, what does that say to us? I guess it say to us, you know, we need to be appreciative of what we have. You know, we are actually so blessed. We, if there is job opportunities and we don't have a job, might be a good idea to get off the couch and go and take that job and do something you know because we are actually so privileged to have those opportunities and and with revelation Dear friends, we've seen the same thing, right? God is uh, writing a letter to these churches. Today in this episode, we're looking at the church of Ephesus. He writes a letter to them and says to them, this is the situation in Ephesus 2,000 years ago. Now I want you through the leading of the Holy Spirit in the next couple of minutes to answer the question, what does that mean for you now today? In America, right? So kind of the same thing that we just did to South Africa, right, Anneli? Yes. And so God looks at Ephesus and says, actually, some incredible positive things about them. You're welcome to pull your Bible closer, friends, and look at it in in um, Revelation two, verse two jesus says i know your deeds we have said before great news because it's so encouraging god knows everything about us also a little challenging he also knows when we mess up of course your hard work your perseverance i know you cannot tolerate wicked men that uh, you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not and have found them to be false you have Persevered, you have endured hardships for my name, and have not grown weary. Now, Anneli, you have had the privilege in your lifetime to plant free churches in your ministry area. Um, how about that? Praise God for, for um, how he's using you. If God would write a letter to the church in Pine Ridge, Clarinet, and uh, they're in Shamwari, the free play, free locations, and um, and says this to the church. How would you feel if you would hear that?
1: I would uh, be very proud to yeah. be a part of this, you know, that that God noticed that, because we should sure notice it on our bodies. Yes, yes, yeah. yes.
0: And, and would you go like, man, we are doing pretty good, you know, when you hear this, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> I'll be very,
1: uh, uh, it will be difficult to stay humble.
0: Yeah, exactly, Mm. (laughs) exactly. I think if any pastor, if you would listen to this, um, and remember we have also said the church, it's so important to remember this in this um, session of this podcast, the church is for believers, right? It's you and me. So if God would peek into your life, let's just make it personal here for a minute and say, Man, when I look at your life, I see you work hard, there's perseverance, you don't tolerate the wicked people, you know, you stay away from sinful stuff, you're persevering, you endure hardships, you have not grown weary. God would speak into our own lives, right, Anneli? And say that about us, about our children, about our families, we would go like, oh my goodness, we have arrived, right? Yes, right definitely <laughs> yeah and, and, and yeah. so i can imagine when when the church opens up this letter from god and they read this as john is bringing this message to them right mm-hmm. um they're in asia minor in the current western turkey and here this we must go like whew wow we, we have arrived and then they say yet in verse 4 dear friends yet I hold this against you, you have forsaken your first love, you have forsaken your first love, remember the height from which you have fallen, repent and do the things you did at first, now I'm telling you, honestly, every time I read this, it feels like, you know, the the image that comes to mind, is, is, is a marriage right um, like in my own marriage you know i mean i remember when i started to date summary my wife we've been married just a couple of days ago on our couples retreat we celebrated actually our 28th wedding anniversary praise god for that and so i remember in the beginning right we it's and I'm sure it's the same with, uh, you know, pretty much every couple. Right. You 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 make time for each other. Right. No matter what. <laughs> um, at that point, I was still a student. And, uh, you know, even if you have an exam and the next day you still, you know, you still go and watch a movie together the evening before, which is probably, a, you know, not a wise thing to do. Um, you know, you, you buy flowers. Uh, in abundance whether you have money for it or not you know you buy chocolates by the boxes whether it's good for you to eat it or not you know you, you write letters you you're not a poet but you find poems you you're not a songwriter but you, <laughs> i mean mm-hmm. but i mean you are just all in you you, it feels like you cannot breathe without this person it feels like you cannot live without them it feels like you have butterflies all over right these are the kind of things that we experience at first when and and so so it feels to be like god is saying you know later on in life yes you are working yes the, the garden is mowed the car is clean the house is in order the plumbing works you know you've paid the you've paid the electricity bills but the passion the passion that first kind of love those butterflies those that excitement has kind of drained away and so that's when i what i hear when when i hear this i'm like okay god so you don't just want the lawn to be mowed and the car to be cleaned and the bills to be paid. You want me to still have my heart in it. Love for God still needs to be in the core of it. Anneli, what what happens in your heart when you hear this? Yet I hold this against you.
1: Well, I've always, when I've heard this uh, part of rates, thought that, you became a little bit more Martha than Mary. Mm, love it. Yeah, so the thing is, we still do it, but...
0: Okay, refresh our memory. Martha okay. and Mary, what, what so, are you
1: referring So um, Jesus, um, um, Martha complained that Mary is just sitting at yes. his feet mm-hmm. and um, just soaking in every word that he says while she's running around. Getting the The meal ready ready and dishes (laughs) and water fetching and whatever it was necessary, and she complained and she said, "But why can why um is Mary just sitting there?" And then Jesus said, "She's actually doing the right thing, right? So you need to calm down a little bit, you know." So I just think that we neglect, we neglect to um, we get so busy with these things. That, especially after a few years, that we forget that, you know, he created us to have a relationship with us. That's the first I mean. most.
0: Yeah. And and so if we could talk about this love that needs to continue to be a part of our journey with him, you know, so we can persevere, we can endure hardships, we can, you know, work so hard and not grow weary and to- not tolerate, you know, those that want sin to become a part of our life so if we if we need to define and talk a little bit more about this love you have forsaken your first love let's talk about that love a little bit
1: yeah so um i think that um, love is a very expensive commodity is that
0: what you say yeah so yeah, and this c- world around us have kind of made that very cheap, very cheap. right? Very cheap, very, very cheap. Um, some fluffy emotional yes, thing, yes, right? Yes. That you can swap around mm. with whomever you want, mm. um, even with other people, even if you're married, right? Yes. It becomes some such a cheap thing. Yes, and, and I think um,
1: we've seen on the cross, it's been e- expressed at the cross that um, uh, love without sacrifice, it's actually not love. So it will cost us something, So that's the first thing. And then I would say that charity, where we read John 3 verse 16, it says, and so God gave. Finishing Mm. That Mm. That's it. Um, uh, Mm. So we need to, to give with love, whether it's time, money, whatever. And then the last one is that there needs to be action. You can't just say you love, but there's not action. So... Basically, if I look at missions, I just realized that um, if you don't get your mindset right about what you are doing and then to have a compassionate heart, not just for the for the people, but for God. Um, he said in that, you know, you need to love God with all your heart, your soul and everything that's in you, mm. but at the same time, love the people and in missions, it can easily become that. I show love to people, but I do not have that desire to specifically spend time with God.
0: Mm, mm-hmm, mm. So we go. So it's so. In other words, what I'm hearing is we need to be so careful to just go through emotions, motions. Yes. Right? Um yeah. Our heart still must be in it. A mm-hmm. Deep love for God must mm-hmm. be in it. And if we define that, your you have forsaken your first love then it is that same sacrificial attitude that you had in the beginning when you fell in love with you know with someone right mm. you're willing to sacrifice time you're willing to sacrifice money you're willing to sacrifice your gifts and your abilities you know you're willing to pour it absolutely just, Pour it into that relationship, and it is costing you something. You know, yes. you, you you watch the movie now. You need to go go back home and um, to mm-hmm. your dorm or your apartment or whatever, yeah. and um, study into the wee hours of the night because you mm-hmm. still need to pass your exam the next mm-hmm. day, right? Mm-hmm. So you're you're absolutely willing to sacrifice. This is costing you something. You 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 bought flowers and and chocolates with money that you probably did not have. So you need to work a little harder. You need to. You know, I I was a waiter at that point while i was a student so you need to add in another shift you need you know you, you and, and and it is so true honestly right you 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 don't even think about giving it's not a debate right yeah um, yeah should i still give or should i you just give yeah you just know that that's part of the relationship yes. right you, you love this person so you need to sacrifice and you need to give yeah. And you need to do it immediately, That's or it. else, you know, another man will come in, and uh, they, they they say uh, young young men are like hunters, right? Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you it. hunt to find uh, to yeah. find that wife, right? Um, and or another hunter will come in, and you know, just snatch your girl away, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so so you you cannot wait. You cannot say, well, well, I am go, I am willing to, to yes. watch the movie uh, you know in the late hours mm. of the night I'm mm. willing to to give flowers and chocolates but I'm going to start doing this I have my eye on this goal but I'm going to start doing it a year from now yeah well a year from now you know somebody else popped in there yeah. and um, and you lost you lost your potential wife right yeah so love those three elements so love you, you have forsaken your first love, remember the height from which you've fallen, remember how how our relationship was where in the beginning, you know, I want you not to lose, to to do ministry to continue to journey with me whether it's in a church building setting where you guys are serving there in Sunday school or Bible study or whether it's your small group at home or whether it is being in missions as a missionary or whether it is supporting a missionary or it still needs you cannot just write a check right you cannot just say well i'll pray for you while when i see you visiting here as a missionary it cannot be you know i am persevering and enduring to make this mission trip happen it is don't lose your heart in the process of your heart needs to be in it that Mm -hmm. love that sacrifice that gives and that acts immediately needs to be there and don't lose that don't ever lose that deep compassion don't don't lose those butterflies um love that do the things repent and do the things you did at first so so honestly obviously over the years you have seen people who had come to the law many times right um yeah. people would give a life to Christ so so if you can think of some examples and i'm kind of putting you on the spot here mm-hmm. but some examples of somebody that had given their life to Christ and then you're just so amazed at their lifestyle change or change in action mm-hmm. or the things that they say or the things that they celebrate or uh, so what what does that first fresh changes you know Jesus says repent and do the things you did at first so let's try and think back of examples of okay here is someone that gave their life to Christ and what does that first changes look like
1: okay so yeah I hope that you can keep this picture in mind but um so yes uh, that was literally in the beginning before 2000 um I was doing a bible study no it was it was after 2000 just after 2000 we started in clarinet and i was doing a bible study every saturday morning with the ladies in that area which and the ladies are very poor so this one lady queen she came to attend the bible study a lot and she only had a torn T-shirt yeah. and, and the skirt.
0: Well, nowadays, that would be in fashion, you know, but I think <laughs> yeah. the listeners understand <laughs> yeah. what you mean. Uh, the, yeah, it <laughs> was... All, all it torn t shirts <laughs> <Yes>. okay. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: uh, in <laughs> any case, so she came and, and attended quite a long time and um, I couldn't really tell whether something was happening in Queen's heart. And then the one Saturday morning, Queen came to the Bible study and she has mended her T-shirt, that same T-shirt, but she took a, th- a needle mm. and thread and she mended it because she wanted to look special for God. Mm. She realized wow. that when you when your heart changes, things around you change. Mm. So we, um, it's like now suddenly your your lawn is mowed. Mm. Um, because you know that it's a reflection of god right. you you became so she couldn't afford a new t-shirt, but she knew that she could do something right. to please him
0: right, right, so everything that you can do, that you can give and doesn't have to be money only right. Mm. It changes everything, mm. even even the holes in my clothes need to be fixed. Yeah. I, I remember a girl going on a mission trip with us, and um, she didn't really want to go, but it was part of a church group that had to go, and so she gets on the bus, and we, we go on this uh, mission trip um, that we had to drive for hours and hours to get there, and she gives her life to Christ, comes back, a month or so later I hear her dad had stopped drinking, her life started to turn around. She started to come to, to the youth uh, activities. Um, her dad ended up serving in church from a, a marriage that was on the brink of the walls, now serving in church. Um, later on, becoming one of the leaders on these mission trips. And, um, and she ended up being in ministry for a, for, a, for a period of time later on in life. And, and so these changes are just... So so what is it like, right? It is so precious, right? Um, it is fresh and new. It influences things in your own life, and it also influences things in the lives of the people around you, right? Yes. Because it is just so raw, so real, so deep, touch you to the core, mm-hmm. um, so much so that you and I are sitting here. The, the example that I'm thinking about is probably pretty close to two decades ago the the example that you are thinking about now that you shared is how mm. long ago that uh, is this that you're talking about Anneli? yeah I think 2001 um, uh, 2001 so 20 20 years ago <laughs> yeah so 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 what what happened in these people's lives in that first moments when they met the Lord is sticking with us through all the ministry experiences that we've both had yes. in 20 years, yes. still sticking to us. We we did not plan this. These are two examples that the Lord is just giving us right here as mm, we're speaking. Mm, mm. But for 20 years, it's sticking with us, right? Yeah. And so I think that is what Jesus says. If you continue to do the things you did at first and continue to have that kind of passion, you will impact, the impact in your own life, the lives of people around you will be to such a degree that people will remember, dear friends, what you are doing today for 20 plus yes. years and it will still encourage them. And here we are sitting, how crazy is that in America now and using experiences from people's lives to encourage the listeners right and and who knows what will flow from this yes. again so if we follow this warning that jesus gives the earth do the things you did at first how Incredible could the impact be. Yes. Friends, thank you so much. Anneli, thank you again for joining us. May the Lord continue to bless your ministry. Friends, you want to know more about Anneli and Ministry Through Movement in South Africa? Please go to one plus or go to featured ministries on the website, and you will find uh, Ministry Through Movement there. Or just send me an email info at one plus or you can use my South African name, Wynon, W-Y-N-A-N-D at oneplusgod.org and we would love to meet with you share more with you have a coffee with you i think both Anneli and i love coffee right Anneli? so we would love to talk with you Um, thank you so much for joining us for for this episode Uh, may you be busy with not only good things but the right things. Right, Anneli? That's what, yeah, what's the happening here things. in Ephesus. right? They're yes. doing with a whole bunch of things. You're doing great, you're doing great, but God wants us to be busy with godly things, things that still has the heart of God and a God kind of love in the center of it. Don't ever lose that passion that you had when you first met Jesus Christ and gave your life to Him and He changed everything about you. Don't ever lose that passion. One Plus God, friends, may you have a wonderful uh, rest of your day. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Contact One Plus God Ministries at oneplusgod.org to reserve your trip, attend a retreat, or invite Pastor Wayne as a speaker. Oneplusgod.org
0: The Rise of Him Podcast Network.